Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Dana, ugh. David. So stressed out. Oh, no, no, we can't be stressed, David, we can't be. I know, but it does happen. And it's a thing. And that's that's why you chose the topic for today, number 105, right? Yeah. And we don't have a very exciting title for number 105. I'm just saying stress and ADHD. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not sexy. Let's you know. Let's not well, if you, can you think of sex, uh, excuse me, of sexy, you can change it <laughs> while we're talking. Okay. All right. I won't up, be upset because often we talk about this before we start recording. Anyway. Let's not get too stressed out because our title isn't sexy. Let's just move on. I like that. I like that. And unfortunately, I can identify with this topic lately. It's just been a tough season here recently in life in general. So, Yeah, life in general is a tad so stressful for a lot of us. Yeah. yeah. Me and too. Thankfully, and, it and comes so in And so many of my friends and people I know and encounter, there's just an element of stress. It's more than just the um, world stuff going on. There's personal stuff going on too. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's and, interesting. And so here's where we're going with this because, you know, I talk about self-care all the time, blah, 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 diet, food, exercise, hydration, meditation, medication, and, you know, ADHD care. And I realize, oh, Holy moly, Batgirl, I've never talked about stress as a part of, of self-care for ADHD. Oh, interesting. Not that stress is part of self-care, but we need to alleviate stress as part of self-care. Yeah, absolutely. And I realize yeah. I've been missing the boat on this one, so I apologize, everybody. Forgive me, please. I, I haven't ever noticed this before either, but I mean, it, it comes up, but it's never been like the focus of an episode. So I'm really glad we're doing this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't ever include it in the Success Club, which starts again September 14th, by the way. Um, And I don't include it. And particularly chronic stress, which is really our main focus today. Yes, and that's the one that is the real kicker. Because stress comes and goes, the the temporary, the, the acute variety, right? It just comes and goes. But this one is the one that's deadly. Yes, the chronic stress. Yeah. Now... Chronic stress is bad for everybody, isn't it? We hear all the time about how bad chronic stress is. It raises raises cortisol levels. It causes all kinds of physical problems, high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, short temper, breathing problems, heart breathing problems, adrenal fatigue, oh my God, shingles, obesity, uh, digestive and sexual problems, and on and on and on and on, all right? It destroys relationships, blah, 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 blah. So chronic stress is bad for everybody. And what we do, part of our ADHD filter, our ADHD filter, is we say, hey, you know, if chronic stress is bad for everybody, and we are people who probably have a lot more stress because of the nature of ADHD, oh my gosh, it's even worse for us. Yeah. Right? Makes sense? It totally makes sense. And some of us even create stressful conditions. Oh, yeah. 
subconsciously or sometimes consciously, I've done it on purpose in my life, especially before I knew about ADHD, because it was great. It was a great source of motivation. <laughs> you know, yeah. Negative stress will get you moving, man. You know, right, man. It can yeah. also just absolutely shut you down long term. Right. Yeah. So, David, what are some of the ways that chronic stress makes ADHD worse? What, oh my what can gosh! You think of? It's like a. It's like a. Um, it's like an, an an entire layer that if you think about like looking through a lens at the world if you are already feeling let's say depressed i'm just using depression as an example or feeling sad or whatever and you and you and you put on a set of brown lenses that just make that deprive the world of color right it just it just makes it that much harder you know um, and that's what chronic stress does for every part of life. If you have the, right. this kind of chronic stress, it just makes, I mean, motivation is harder. Action is harder. Like our, our, our experiments we're running from last week's episode, the getting in, getting moving into action, thinking clearly, you know, feeling inspired and just enjoying life in general. Right. I mean, it just, it just puts a damper on the whole thing and zaps your energy. Yeah, It does. It yeah. does. It does. And we make stress worse just by the nature of our ADHD. Yeah. Our eyes, our lives are often, often chaotic, impulsive. We have a hard time saying no. We don't finish stuff. Uh, we bump up against to... deadlines all the time. Oh, my you know, gosh. Other people we're do things right to... away. We wait and then bang. Oh, oh crap. Wait. Now it's stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we work to our weaknesses. We try and get better at the stuff we're really not good at instead of focusing on more of our time working in our strengths. Ooh, ouch. That one's tough. It's good that you brought we, that back up. I hadn't thought about that in a while. It's true. And we probably needed to talk about that one again, too. Um, we have a very unrealistic idea of how much we can get done. Yes. And and we're rushing. Yeah. Right. We can't measure up to people's expectations. We feel guilty, the deadlines, all of that. We, and we pack our lives so full with stuff because we're afraid of what happens when we don't have enough to do. Oh, my gosh. Boredom is the ultimate enemy for us. And so, yeah. you know, yeah. hey, being being stressed out about stuff is an antidote to boredom. It's not a good one, but it is an antidote. So it's one we apply, yes. you know? Yes. Yeah. And those are just some, some thoughts just off the top of my head for... Yeah. How ADHD adds the things we do that add distress. Yeah. Yeah. And and these can happen in like even if we're working on our ADHD symptoms and even if we've made a lot of progress, that stress is one of those things that I've noticed in my life is a habit. That even mm-hmm. when the 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 causes are gone, I'm in a habit of feeling stressed out. And so I haven't let that go, you know? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. And I do that too. Yeah. I'm realizing that's one of the things I'm aware of now with traveling. I used to, um, and now traveling is not a problem for me. However, I still stop sleeping thorough well a few days before we go. Mm. Used to be I wouldn't sleep well for weeks and now it's just a few days, but there's no, it's just that habit. Yeah, and then that just that puts a damper on your whole trip, whatever. Especially if it's vacation, you don't want to do that to your vacation, right? You know, right. but but that that does happen, and that is something I am aware of. So, David, we want to step back for a second and get some clarity here. Okay. In this podcast today, we're talking chronic 
long-term stress, all right, the, the, the big dog, we're not talking about the focus boost you get from a deadline and have to get stuff done. Right. Little bursts of stress for ADHD can be motivating, all right? And we talk in the success club, we talk about, you know, how do you actually set things up so you have time for when that little burst of stress motivates you? Yeah, right. Yeah. You, you, we want you to, to use that because it can be constructive for us when our brain starts to actually focus and we can get stuff done. So today, though, we're talking about constant chronic stress. It is not a healthy way for us to live. And it is right. not a productive way for us to live. It, it makes ADHD worse. Yeah. And, but it, and if you live from one moment of short-term stress, that focus boost you get from the deadline you're talking about, if you live from one of those to the next all the time, then you develop chronic stress. <laughs> but yes, but the, exactly. we're talking about that like overarching constant thing that just plagues you. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I've got a little article here and from Chad that uh, David, I think it looks like you're going to link to that in the show notes. I certainly will. So this, and I don't remember the date of this one, okay. but you can find yeah, it. I'll, I'll check it down. Google it. So Desiree Murray, she's a, a FUD, a PhD, senior research scientist and associate director of research for the Frank Porter Graham Child Development Institute at the University of North Carolina. Oh my God. God, that's a long... Can you imagine what her business card looks like? No, but Desiree has credentials and good for her. I'm just... That's Desiree has creds. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So she wrote an article for Chad um, about stress and ADHD. Okay. So, so stress... So here's what she says in a nutshell, and she says a lot more, but this is what I pulled out. Stress flares ADHD. It causes changes to the brain. Mm. So listen to this, folks. Stress decreases executive functioning. Yes. All right. And executive functioning is that some people are starting to call ADHD as executive functioning disorder. Well, there's another <laughs> disorder. We don't another disorder. Um, Dang it. I know we don't. Yeah. Um, especially toxic chronic stress, Desiree says, changes the brain structure, the size of some of the brain sections, along with the brain function related to some of the brain chemicals. Right. Yep. So there's reduced cognitive capacity for making decisions, reduced goal setting, reduced problem solving, reduced ability to be able to get stuff done. And those are all things that we don't really need more of in our lives. Just saying. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do? Mm. So I sat back and said, "Okay, self." And I was as I was reaching researching this, I realized. There are a lot of tip sheet articles out there, you know, how to reduce stress. And I thought, you know, the last thing we need is one more tip sheet, right? right? I, I'm not a huge tip sheet fan, even though some people might say that this is what we do, but it's, you know, 10 ways to reduce stress. No, what I think we need to do is I think we need to step back, take and examine the sources of our stress and examine what stress looks like for us as an individual. Yeah. Cause it is and very, very individual, to... right? It's, it's yeah. personalized for sure. This is personalized. And so, uh, you know, yeah. And we're going to talk about some of the, the simple things you can do to reduce stress generally, but I think you've got to step back and look at the core 
component of where the stress is coming from. Yeah. And is there, and then is there any one, ideas. right? Because like, right. yeah, there might be multiples like we've already. Oh, there's probably multiple. Yeah. And when you, when I, we start reading this, it's like the list I came up with of the sources. It's, oh my God, it kept getting longer and longer. And I'm thinking, oh my God. Anyway, so we have to do a personal stress check. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. So the first thing is, how do you know when you're stressed? You know, how do you yeah, especially David, for how us, you because, know? <laughs> you know, right. well, let's see. Am I awake? Yes. Oh, am I asleep? Yes. Okay. I'm stressed. <laughs> I mean, not. Well, for you, but not, not really. that's, yeah. that one's not for me anymore. You used not, to. And yeah. what we're working for you is to start to pull back from that. And for a lot of the people that, that join the success club and start to do the work, they realize, oh, this, they tell me the stress is getting less and less a little bit over time. Yeah, and I, and I'm kind of joking. I mean, I'm really not that way anymore. But you you actually have like physical signs or other things that you're I able do, to point to. and yeah. I become keyed into them. So how do you know when you're stressed? Some people get bitchy. Some people get stomach aches. Some people get short tempered. Um, and uh, so for me, I know I get overwhelmed. I start to worry. Mm. Insomnia kicks in. Uh, I get tired. Really just tired. Yeah. And I've also noticed there can be this unrelenting pressure in my prefrontal cortex of my brain. It's like it's just tied into a knot. It's like a headache, but it's just localized right there. Like It's not. Yeah, it's not a headache. It's just yeah. pressure it's just right pressure. in the front of my brain. Yeah. And I, I notice that when I'm meditating, mm. that if there's this knot, it's, it's not a headache. It's yeah. just pressure. This knot that won't go away in the front of my brain, then it's, okay, Dana, we've got to step back on this and figure out what in the heck's going on. Yep. I'll have um, tension in my, in, my, in my neck, in my upper back. I'll be grinding my teeth or clenching. I don't grind, but oh, I yeah. clench. And then oh, yeah. I talk and walk more quickly. I'll notice yes. like, like, like I'm in a hurry, like get out of my way. And, I'm, and I, I, don't, I don't mean to be rude and my speech is, is just faster. You know, because I'm I'm trying to get it all done in time and there's not enough time to take time, you know. So, yeah, yeah, those are those are yeah. signs for me that it's that it's intensified for sure. Yeah. Oh, the teeth clenching. I do that, too. I notice it, if I wake up in the morning, my teeth feel like they're out of alignment. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been biting at night. The other thing is that that's a symptom of stimul some stimulants, you know, side effect of <laughs> of Adderall, for example, can be. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, bruxism yeah. is the term for clenching your jaw. Huh. It's weird. Okay. So anyway, how do you know? So we want these signs so you know, oh, it's time to step back and look and see what's going on here. This is chronic stress. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yep. And then I think with ADHD, it's important to check in to see is this a real stress or a perceived stress? Which right? in the and end, was... I mean, it, how you address them, it makes a difference in how you address them. But in terms of yeah. the effect, it makes no difference, right? Because if the you... effect, there's no difference, yeah. but the perceived Solution. stress. And, and I see this for me, it's I can just get totally over the top histrionic mm -hmm. about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And there was, and I, I also found a study for the National Institute of Health from 2015 that said inattentive type ADHD is more prone to perceived stress than hyperactive type. I that was just a study that was done, and I, I'm just thrown out out there. Interesting, um, but it doesn't mean that hyperactive 
hyperactive people don't have perceived stress. Yeah, so they might just the, blow it because, off because of the, because of you know more physical movement. You know, yeah. if if in fact yeah. the hyperactivity translates into movement, which it doesn't always. So here's an example of what um, I used to do is with when I was doing a lot more private coaching when before the Success Club private coaching is. Um, if someone said it's they wanted to stop the coaching relationship, which mm. it happens, this is what I want. I don't want to work with people forever. I would start to say, oh, my God, we're going to be homeless and oh. living out of a shopping cart right. because I'm going to lose the income. Mm. You know, everything's going to fall apart. No, Dana. It's not true. And that is not true at all. So what I've learned to do is notice that, call myself on it. You know, how long is this going to be a problem? What are the real consequences? Not the ones that my over hyperactive part of my brain, you know, the histrionic part of my brain starts to make up. Right. You know, what's really going on? Yeah. Yeah, it's is like this the real old saying, like if you, if you worry ahead of time, you end up suffering twice, right? So that's what you're right. trying to do is avoid the, avoid, I mean, because if it, if there is a real, you know, threat, then yeah, oh, yeah. you're going to be stressed about that. But if it's just perceived or, or if it might not happen, then you're just wasting your energy on something. Yes. Yeah. So that's that I want you just to start being aware of that. And when are you when are you making up stress? Because it's just where we naturally go to. Yeah. And we like it as much as we don't like it. Oh, yeah. You know? That's it's, the problem. It's stimulating. It's not a healthy kind of stimulation, but it's stimulating. Right. Yeah, exactly. OK. So after you've done your you're in part of your stress check is is it real stress is it perceived oh it's real okay then we start to step back and think okay what is the number one source of chronic stress okay you know and often what's the thing that Mm. just can't get out of your brain what wakes you up in the middle of the night yeah yeah and and accept your stress is real your stress is important even if someone else tells you it's not, they start gaslighting you and telling you, oh, don't worry, no, no, you're just making, you're too sensitive. That's BS. Don't listen to that. Your mm. stress is real. Yeah. So validating your own, your own perspective. Yeah. That's good because it does help you work through it. You, you, right. you don't want to justify hanging on to it in a way that is, that is destructive. But you want to validate the the fact that you know that the, 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 the cause of the stress, if in fact it's real, is real. Yes, and yeah, I'm not saying fight to keep the stress. Right. I have talked to people that they're oh, I have to do this. No, right. No, you need to step back and look at it and start to shift things. Yeah. If you want to get rid of the stress, but your stress is real. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're sensitive. We are very sensitive. It people. is true. It is true. That's one of the lesser discussed traits of, of, of people who have ADHD. We are sensitive. Yeah. We're emotionally sensitive. We're physically sensitive. Yeah. Very true. So uh, here's just a list, David. Oh my gosh, this is long. And I know there's a lot more I didn't put in here. I just did a quick brainstorm okay. of things that can cause stress. Your job situation. Yeah, is it sure. a toxic job? A toxic workplace are are you working to your weaknesses are you trying to do something you're really awful at yeah your financial situation your living situation your environment i realized when we lived in los angeles and i didn't know that until we moved 
to Oregon out into a rural area that just environmentally, the traffic, the noise, the all of that that I was subjected to day after day after day really impacted me and increased my stress. Interesting. Yeah, just the environment. Yeah. Weak ADHD systems, weak structures, disorganization, no routines, procrastinating, you know, all of that stuff that it comes with ADHD until you start working on it. Yeah. Weak self-care. You're not eating right. You know, is, is you're not sleeping. You're not exercising. You know, all of those things can increase the stress level, make you less resilient to handling stress. Yeah. Overcommitting. We've talked about that one saying yes, 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 yes. When you are absolutely at capacity. You're being really quiet, David. Well, you left preaching and went to meddling, you know. <laughs> uh. You know, weak boundaries. That's mine that I'm working on. Perfectionism, you know, trying to be perfect. What's that doing to your stress level? You know, is I, it your? Sorry. No, I was. Well, I'm sorry. Now that I've already interrupted you, there is this mindset that some people adopt intentionally, but I think many of us adopt it whether we're aware of it or not. And that is, I always, we've talked about it before, but I always have to find a way to over deliver in any given relationship, especially work, because I know there will come a day where I won't measure up if you compare me to anyone else in a, in a given situation. Um, Yep. And it won't, it won't apply across the board, but it'll apply if you just narrow down your focus to this one thing. And so that's the reason for some of these weak boundaries, right? We overcommit or we say yes to things when we're already at capacity or we'll, I'll just find a way to get it done or I'll just, you know, whatever. And part of it is because we just, we just subconsciously know that we have to try harder than the person next to us to get to the same finish line, you know? Yeah. Or we're afraid to say something. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason. And we and we also have a distorted view of what is an acceptable level of stress, you know? I remember years ago I ended up in marriage counseling and the 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 therapist was like, All right, so let me get this straight and rattled off like this was two thousand nine. So foreclosure, um, considering bankruptcy business you know bottom fell out of business and then like there were like five or six things and rattled them all off and i was like yeah, yeah that's pretty pretty accurate they're like well okay well no wonder you're having relationship problems and i'm like oh really you know is that a lot <laughs> i mean this is just what i'm dealing with right now i mean it's not like you know like it didn't occur to me that that was like an excessive amount of stuff <laughs> man man and you're still here talking about it. i still am yes yeah some other sources, drama, family drama, social drama, societal drama, work drama, all right? So dealing with other, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Do you, maybe you don't have enough support to get the stuff done that you need to get done. Yeah. Physical pain, that can cause stress. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you, if you hurt if you have an injury and you can't do what you need to do, it takes you longer, whatever, that causes stress. And this is just a top of my brain. Okay, these are some causes of stress, and I know I missed one, some. So when you start to think about it, 
there are a lot of reasons that we can have stress. And what we want to do is, is look them in their beady little eyes and figure it out. So you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what do you think about that, that approach, David? Yeah. I, I like that because a lot of times not, not having an awareness of what is the proximate cause of the stress, right. Uh, or the causes, not actually thinking about them gives them a lot more power than, than they have, right. Somehow if you, if you, if you just look them in the eye, as you said, and, and acknowledge them, you're, 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 there's actually a piece for me at least I can say that there's a piece of the stress that goes away because because part of what I'm stressed about is that I'm I'm worried that I'll forget to address the thing <laughs> you know what I mean oh yeah like there's this background yeah. layer that's like oh I gotta I gotta remember that the world's gonna end at three o'clock right you know I'm just making that up but you know what I mean like those but but yeah, by right. by going oh okay the world's gonna end at three o'clock now I know that. Well, now I can go into action, right? Like now I don't, you, you right. know, so there's that, there's that other layer and that's an extreme, you know, fictional example, but you, you get the idea. I, yeah. I, I yeah. So, yeah. so acknowledging it, thinking about it, being realistic. Okay. Okay. This is what I'm dealing with here. All right. Now, do I expect you to fix everything at one time? No, because our fourth step in our st- personal stress check is we want to just pick one problem, solve a long-term solution to one of them. Yeah. Okay. Just just think okay, this is this is the one and maybe you start with the easiest one. And I was going to ask you that, one. right? But do you are you when you say problem solved, are you like, "Hey, f- I'm I'm figuring out my solution, I'm going to write it down," or are you saying take action to resolve? I think you figure out first, you spend yeah, a little time thinking sure. it through first, you know, how do you want it to be? You have that goal know what you're after and starting to and what's a realistic shift here so maybe you have a toxic workplace all right it, you, you know you most of us are not financially able just to quit our job and move industries or move jobs willy-nilly though this these days it depends on your industry you're more able to do that but um but okay, the, you know, what's the long-term solution to this? Do I need to retrain? Do I need something before I can do that? You know, what's realistic? Right. And you, so you're not okay. like, you're not like applying for jobs necessarily. You're preparing. You're. Yeah. You're thinking about it. Yep. Yeah, what do you, I need to update do? Update the resume or maybe go get that certification or that, you know, knowledge, solve the knowledge gap problem that you're, that you're aware of or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And remembering, and you may think, oh God, this is so hard. Stay doing what you're doing. You will continue to have what you've got. Realize you can do hard things. And that's why our first step was to shift into how do you want it to be? Yeah. Okay. And that's the, I, I, I may have interrupted you on that. Like that didn't land on me quite as heavily. And that's really important. Like picture yeah. the future without the, 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 the thing. Or with with the, yeah, picture the what it is that you want. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. How do you want it? To and be? and who do you want to be? Right. It's a, it's a very who, connected question. Right. I didn't say that. I know, but I just know, I'm I sorry. Can't. I said it. It's no, it's great because I think so. Who do you want to be? How do you want your life to be? Right. Yeah. I like that. 
And then just start listing some ideas. Do some brainstorming. You're not necessarily acting right now. This is just generating ideas. And okay, what's the easiest thing to try first? Yeah. How are you going to remember? Yep, exactly. Maybe it's talking to somebody at work and saying, hey, this isn't working for me. Right. Yep. Instead of saying, oh, I have to quit jobs, quit change jobs. Right. Um, and then also acknowledge what help do you need? Mm-hmm. Do you need a therapy? For a lot of this stuff, therapy is important. It's true. Do you need, are you depressed? Do you need medication? Is ADHD out of control? Do you need coaching? Do you need more support at home? Do you, what is it that you need? Yeah. Instead of saying, I can just do more and more and more. Now, what help do you need? It's good stuff. Okay. And then we start to, along with the long-term solving the source of the stress or working towards that, is pick one or two little stress reducers that you can add into your life. You know, not shoulds, things you love, yeah. things that help you actually reduce stress. Doom scrolling through Twitter is not, a, or the news, is not stress reduction. You may think, oh, this is just the... the this is what I can do, but that just makes it worse. Yeah. Right. Tune out the news cycle, especially when bad news hits. And we've had a lot of it in the last couple months. Yeah. And you know, right. Hey, this is also an election year in the United States. So there's going to be more just saying it's oh, like geez. clockwork. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and some of the things that really help reduce stress is just a quick list. Yeah. Exercise is proven. Yeah. scientifically we've talked about that one of the things that i do is i've stopped listening to the news and podcasts in the morning um except for kick some adhd's podcast actually <laughs> and i play i have a happy music playlist love it now i have pharrell Meditation. williams stuck in my head i blame you that's that's great yeah. <laughs> you know, hobbies yeah play time in nature helps journaling what is it what are just a couple of things no shooting on yourself just something easy you can do okay dana you gave me permission i'm buying a motorcycle there you go <laughs> i mean it's cheaper than. but therapy. now i'll be stressed no don't be stressed okay i won't tell you about it if i buy a motorcycle how's that but no it's oh, true but if that is your thing yeah. yeah no it makes a difference it really does i mean i, I don't i can't explain it but it 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 does then, something for me. But music, exercise, I mean, all of these things are good. I mean, I, I, the some of them they don't work for me. You know, meditation is not something that works for me mm-hmm. yet. I've you know we've talked about that before. I used to journal. Journaling, I'm in this season of my life right now where journaling doesn't work for me. I don't know I, why. Well, I, journaling doesn't work for me as far as stress relief because it to me it's more focusing on all the stuff and it becomes this little pity party. Yeah, I also just have a mental or emotional block against it right now yeah. for some reason. And that's fine. Yeah. So I, I just put that out else. there because for some people yeah, that's course. their magic. Oh man, I tell you. If it, your magic is is a motorcycle, I've got um one guy I work with who it's he's a pilot and it's flying. Yeah. Yeah. I knew a guy who it was skydiving. He went once a week. Yep. Yep. So yep. that's good. I uh and in other times in my life journaling is great. Like it would be the most life-giving thing, but right now it just drains me. So it's it's just I can't that can't be my thing, but that's um this is this is a good list. And I'm sure that our listeners probably have some things to add to this list. Yeah. Yeah. And but what I want you to take away from today is realizing that stress is Chronic stress is not good. It's not something just to live with. You got to address it and address the symptom of the 
or not the symptoms, recognize the symptoms, address the cause, the cause. of the common str- yeah. cause of the chronic stress. I I can speak. I can. The cause of the chronic stress and start to problem solve that, figure that out, what help do you need? And then we start to layer on the simple, easy little techniques. But the simple little easy techniques, if you're in going into bankruptcy and ignoring it and you're saying, oh, I'll just put on some happy music, that's probably not a good solution on its own. Right. But you might need the happy music while you face the bankruptcy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's 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 not it's not one in, in place of the other, but wow, good idea to have both. So wow, this is really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the five elements of this stress check in our show notes for, for today's episode. But I gotta tell you, this is the kind of thing where having the full list is is uh, is useful. Not just the five, okay. but all of the subpoints. So we'll have to think and- about how to get those to our listeners. And and there may be more. Yeah, there may be more. There may be more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, dear listener. All right, David. You... And can I? Please. Uh, yeah, dear listeners, can you think? And before we go, can I just take a second to remind people yes. the Success Club, Please do. my group program, will be starting in September. September 14th, if you want to be on the mailing list to get discount codes, please go to DanaRayburn.com and sign up for the the newsletter. Um and mostly every week it's an informational newsletter, except once a year when we open the Success Club and then we let you know about it. Yeah. And and I I love the emails that I get. And I will say this, dear listener, do me a favor, right? When you go to DanaRayburn.com, you get your first issue of the newsletter. Reply to the first email that you get and <laughs> oh, say, God. I heard about this on the Kicks of ADHD podcast. And I answer those. When you reply to the, I actually answered. I didn't them. know that. I, I I was assuming I that you do. had an assistant that would do that. So I was trying to not make. Oh more work no, for you. I pers- I personally answer them. Yeah. So. Well, and and you know those can turn into good <laughs> things because I remember it was one of your email subscribers, I believe, that wrote in with the question uh, that we that we tackled a couple weeks back when we were talking about. Uh, when your day falls off the rails, right? Someone, someone yeah, named Megan, yeah. I believe. So yeah, so dear listener, um, do that. Go sign up at DanaRayburn.com. As I said, reply back to the first email you get and tell her that you heard about it here. But also, um, this is episode 105. So when, you, when you're hearing about stress and your chronic stress, you know, what is it that, that, that how do you know when you're stressed? Um, what are the sources of your stress? Uh, what are the things that you do to help solve your stress? We want to hear about your ideas and your your thoughts about all of those. So just go to kicksomeadhd.com slash 105. This is episode 105. So just kicksomeadhd.com slash 105. You can also hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. And there's also a very top secret email address. Hello at kicksomeadhd.com. You can see oh. this stuff there. Yeah. Don't tell anybody though. It's top secret. All right, everybody, go out and have a great week and kick some ADHD. And we'll be back next week talking about reminders. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might. And leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.